2: out where a friend back in the is saddle again, indeed. Well, that one, That's us.
3: That's Mr. Gene Autry.
2: That is uh, the great Gene Autry,
3: the singing cowboy.
2: <laughs> it has, ev- has everything to do with uh, Hannibal, season it, two. It's
3: incredibly topical <laughs> because it's Japanese cuisine now. Right. So, yes, yes. Cowboys. That, Yeah. Thusly do we land on Gene Autry.
2: I think. Duh. We we, we just thought we're back in the saddle, so we played a little Gene Autry. But welcome back to Ooh. the Hannibal. After Buzz, After Show, Season 2. We Woo-hoo! are so excited to be back. We've been waiting an entire year to make this moment happen, and we are back.
3: Well, not a whole year. I mean, it, it, there was a season, and then the end of the season, and we've been waiting since then. so maybe eight months, nine, whatever, but not a year. I'm just, it if you're gonna it correct, feels
2: like a year, if, you're correct me if all not
3: season, longer. Joe, I just feel like I should be, this you know, be a long
2: season. <laughs> there, 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 there's room long season for specificity here, is all I'm saying. It's specificity. Oh. Uh, that voice we hear, that is not mine or Julia's, belongs to Joe Sanfilippo. Nice Joe. to see you guys. Nice to see you too, Joe. Nice to see you, Joe. Hi, Julia Kearley. Hi, Ju- Julia Kearley, How are you?
4: I'm fantastic. Good. How are you?
2: I'm fantastic too.
4: That's good. You look sharp tonight.
2: I just well, you're I, watching on YouTube. No, I I was gonna wear uh, a double Windsor, triple quadruple Windsor, quadruple model, Windsor, but I just. Just nothing, They're hard to did. pull off. Let's be honest; it is not easy. You know I got to. I got to. Like, I could even get to a half a win. Now,
3: yeah, when you get to full Hannibal status, you have yeah. worked hard to achieve that. Knot that but is I mean, no joke. We're
2: gonna get we're, you and I are gonna do maybe Nando. Nando's not here by the way. Are we gonna do like a quadruple Windsor evening? Off. Yes, we're gonna do a quadruple Windsor off. Uh, <laughs> it I, sounds like a terrible Russian thing. Russian. Anyway. This is weird. This is uh, a quadruple Windsor off. <laughs> welcome, welcome those of you who are watching us to Hannibal season two um we appreciate you guys joining us all you loyal loyal fanables who've been with us from the very beginning and 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 who all the new folks who joined us on our 13 hour devour that we did that was so that was a fun day.
4: that was a day that was a of great day. awesomeness
2: <laughs> we will we briefly talk about <laughs> yes. that but that was that was fantastic um it was really good to catch up and watch all those episodes back to back to back there was some barbecue there might have been a little bit of drinking.
4: No, not you know, I don't
2: know. not you two, maybe, uh, never. No. But it was a lot of fun. There
4: were some gummy bears,
2: and, uh, and everyone was involved. And Brian Fuller and Aaron and Loretta and and, and lovely Martha. Martha was involved too. Speaking of Martha, Martha will be joining us a little later on in the program to uh, you know just to, just to say hi in our first episode. Executive producer Martha Martha De Laurentis. that's her name. Yeah. she'll that's be her. she'll be calling us in. That she will oh, she will be so calling cool. in. It's very cool. She's so she's she's she likes us. That's nice. Well, oh, we like her. her. Jinx. jinx. Right. Oh, double Jinx. <laughs> Buy me a coke. Okay. Pleasantries aside, let's jump right into yes. what's happening in season 2 because I'm going to say this was a fantastic episode. As I, I loved it.
4: I loved it. Oh, and, I concur 100%.
2: And as, as much as I'm a Hannibal geek and as much as I'm a, you know, Brian Fuller head and a and a nerd and a and a, and a Martha head, I my expectations were sky high and they were met.
3: Wait wait, you it. said you said Hannibal geek Brian
2: Fuller head and yes. Martha De Laurentiis head. Yeah, I'm all three. All right, I got yes. it. okay. As long as we understand each other. Although there's one guy on Twitter that Julie and I, <laughs> oh, I love him. With. Uh, what
4: is it? Brian, Brian Fuller, Fuller is, is my, my king.
2: king. There's that guy. Oh, no. I'll fight you
4: for him. <laughs> so, Brian, so so
2: so if if, if, if if at Brian Fuller is my king. If you're listening, it's good to hope. We agree. Yes. Uh, so yeah, let's get to the episode. The episode is now this this season. We talked about it. Martha talked about it when she was on with us uh, last week or a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Uh we're going Japanese theme. Last year we did French. Um yep. I butchered every single pronunciation. <laughs> yeah, we'll do it again this year. Uh and this year I'm in I'm I'm dying to get it right. So this episode is called Kefleki. Is that no? <laughs> it's not kefeki. No. Kafeki. <laughs> Joe, what
3: is it called? Kaseki, I think. Okay. <laughs> I think. I may be butchering it just I may be butchering it different. Keiseki? Kesaki. Kesiki? Kesiki. No, right. Uh ja- <laughs> <laughs> Is, it is you know, a traditional multi-course Japanese oh. dinner. The term also refers to the collection of skills and techniques that allow the preparation of such meals yes. and are analogous analogous mm-hmm. to western haute cuisine. Right. Mm. They are basically there are basically two kinds of traditional Chinese meal, uh, Japanese meal styles called kaseki or kaseki roi, or, roi that is going to be said Kay. badly.
2: We got we got it. You got it? I think we got it. You feel good? Yes. So uh and the th- first as written No we got <laughs> it. No you
3: don't you know I all got right. It. So, uh, episode it's a set menu of select foods and serve in individual trays, which obviously you know, you know, with the ice underneath, it was very nice. Yes, you know, you don't really care.
2: I don't. I don't know I don't, why you hate kiss secking I don't think our listeners or our viewers care. Uh, anyway, so we're back and uh, m- episode. <laughs> what does that mean? Episode <laughs> episode one. Okay, let's settle in here. Uh, so, yes, we 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 picked up pretty much exactly where we left off, with the exception of you know, Brian and the gang gave us this little treat of fast-forwarding us 12 weeks into the future. Yeah. And so we now which know. Which we
4: didn't know when we were watching.
2: No, we didn't know when we were watching. Well, but th- so we now know that Hannibal will be found out at the end of season two. which is Well, what? found out by weeks. one person. Right. By one person. Yes. But we also know that Jack Crawford doesn't die because Jack Crawford shows up in Silence of the Lambs. He's in Red Dragon. So, you know, unless. it's uh,
4: not looking so hot at the end of that season. Uh, yeah. I'm just saying.
2: I mean, unless. Brian... He appeared to be
3: squirting. Yeah. There were parts of his neck giving out large... Uh, d- d- there was copious amounts of blood. I'm just saying that really screwed me up. I was a little am disappoint- Not disappointed. I was a little disturbed. I was like, man, Jack's dead in 12 weeks. I'll let you. I'll let you t- hang yourself on that one. That's all well, I had well, That's for a second. I recognize intellectually that that's not what's happening, but at the same time, the man, the man, the man's neck was squirting.
2: All right. So uh, we we saw that, and we we so you know we assume l- unless, unless Brian Fuller goes off a uh, cannon here, which I doubt that he will, uh, Jack will survive. But it was a fantastic fight. Heck of a fight. Heck Bad
4: of a fight. Badass fight. Well,
2: well choreographed. Very, very reminiscent of the born the born identity, born mm-hmm. uh, born supremacy. You know what? the they wrapping the towel. Yeah. And this and that. You know, Jack. You know, Jack it, Morpheus is you know, he knows how to get down. Do you know what I loved Jack about that fight? He knows how to get down.
3: What can I tell you about a little bit about that fight? Yes. More than anything else, they took a look at Lawrence Fishburne and said, "You are a big, big man, uh-huh. and we are going to have you fight like a big, big man." Yeah. Sure. And that was awesome because a lot of the times they have like they look at the actors like, "Okay, well, we, I have this idea for this fight, and even though you're big, I'm going to still make you do all this
2: weird stuff." They just turned him into a bull, and I right. love that. That was awesome, man. Well, how would you fight if you were to get in that fight? If you were the size of Lawrence Fishburne, you would use your size. That's what I'm saying. That's so, why the fight was so well done. It was a well done fight. We got we got through that, uh, but we do find out that that is actually. 12 weeks into the future which yes. is also a fantastic device by uh by the gang because we know that I uh, you know I can't wait to watch for the next 12 weeks to get to that fight. So that's a <laughs> great Can I just
4: say that the last place I would ever want to be in a duel with Hannibal is in his kitchen.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right? Exactly. That is the
4: last place the I last want to place. fight that guy. Do you,
2: do you think the you study. have moments? Do you think you have moments as your face is
3: being hurtled toward toward granite? You're like this is beautifully
2: appointed. <laughs> Smack. Well, <laughs> well. well it's just that he's got he's got just so many accoutrements uh-huh. and knives and all kinds of things that he's very, very Skilled with but so you know we digress as usual but uh so yeah so that happened that was fantastic and we get to see uh it's it's a nice device because it lets it sort of sets the table uh you know allows us to slow way down this episode which i think this episode did it 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 started with a bang and then it just slowed right down and really sort of drew us in in a very very sort of deliberate way and i love the pacing of this episode um, and I have I've got no complaints from anyone. There's usually some Yahoo online line that says like it was slow or something happened. But everyone seems like general consensus online seems to be like this is uh, was a great episode and sort of what just really drew you in. I agree a thousand percent, Jules, What you think?
4: Um, I was obsessed with this episode, as mm-hmm. you know. I'm a I, everybody knows I'm a ginormous geek for Hannibal, sure. uh, and not just. The show, which I love, but right. the movies, the books, yeah. I, I love, I love this character. I love the characters that surround it. Um, so I was interested to see how they were going to start off this season, uh, with this role reversal. And I, I was just in awe of it. The imagery was stunning. As we know that that's what, that's what they do there. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just a really fun episode. And I loved the character development. I loved, uh poor Will.
2: Yeah, poor
3: Will.
4: Oh poor Will.
3: Hashtag poor Will. Hashtag Hold on. How many min- how many minutes are we in? We're in nine minutes before you said Poor Will. Poor Will. Yeah, let's see. That's remarkable. Joe, what did you think of the episode, sir? I loved it. I-, I thought it was terrific and I I just love I love that this show is so- it's so beautifully shot. It's so beautifully put together. The colors are so rich, mm-hmm. and 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 the, the the staging is so gorgeous, and I love it. And I love I love when when you know it, it's it's tricky to use imagery because a lot of people don't bother looking for it. And 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 imagery and and uh, and and, uh, and symbology and and so, what was that word symb- symbology? Did okay. I say it right? Yeah, I, I, yeah. I'm, not sure. I'm not sure. But the river and the stag and the whole t- you know the, the whole idea that, that 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 Will's fishing and he's fishing and he's fishing in his mind. Mm-hmm. It's terrific, and yeah. and and it's it's. I think it's a little ballsy to use it on network because a lot of people probably miss it, and they're like, "Why the hell is he in the river?" But it's it's ter- it's neat. I loved it. I just loved everything. About I,
2: it. I well, I agree with everything you're saying except for the whole network thing. I think we're through the looking glass on what or what what, what or what not should be but on a network. It's also very clear that this show doesn't give a crap where where it is in terms of where it's airing. Um, this show is all about telling great story. This show could be on HBO, could be on Showtime, could be on FX, happens to be on NBC. We saw that at the opening episode of the pilot from last season where blood was gushing out of someone's neck. This episode opened, <laughs> the first episode of this season also opened with blood gushing out of someone's neck. So, I mean, they're, they're very, they, they're very aware of that. And I do will, I will, um, Parrot what you said what you both said about the visual stylings of the show we we went on and on about it last year we talked to David Slade about it and talked to Brian about it and Martha about it but they've really gone out of their way to make this look like nothing else on television I, yeah. really, I, really, I really I mean we do we talk about True Detective a lot we do that show as well I mean that's a show that is visually styled it's an HBO show but it really really takes its care in what it is what you're looking at from a visual standpoint this does not feel in, like anything that even looks like a procedural or do you looks like on television? It doesn't look like anything you see on TBS or a Law and Order or a you know or, or a CSI or even a Lost. It's like it's its own world, and I love it.
4: It's striking, you know, and it's thought provoking.
2: Right, it is. It's both. So let's so let's get into it. So we so we, we we come back and we see after we see the fight, we come back years later, and we we get we were back in the kitchen with with uh, <laughs> good old Hannibal and and uh, and Jack, and you know Jack loves Hannibal's cooking. I'll tell you that much. It looks good. It always looks good. Except for, except for whatever he was slicing at the beginning with pre-fight. Whatever that was kind of livery oh, oh, or I don't know
3: unpleasant Weird. very marbled whatever it was
2: it is yeah very <laughs> marbled uh, Oh, w- one last thing mm-hmm. about this fight you know, Brian, Brian Fuller did say that you know he wanted to throw it in because he just couldn't wait he felt like he wanted to you know uh, he wanted he he personally wanted to see this fight once he knew like, once they once plot out the season he's like this is going to happen in episode 13 he's like ah we got to tease this thing in episode 1 so yeah. he decided to put it in there I think it was a great move it was a cool device so yeah so we see that so we see now that Jack and, you know, Jack and and uh, Hannibal are friends. They're like BFFs.
4: Well, they have been since last season. He right. was going over to his house all the time. Sure. sure. I mean, I keep coming back. That food looks good.
2: It does look good. It does.
4: I mean, that's... That's some, that's some fine dining so, going so on in that dis- household.
2: They're both discussing, you know, basically how they failed Will or what what, what, where, what where things went wrong with Will. And, you know, the device from last season of, like, we are the only people who know Hannibal's the bad guy continues this season, but even more sinister because we know, we really know that Hannibal's not only the bad guy, but he's the guy who's done these specific things to Will. So it adds an extra sort of... Interesting dynamic when everyone is sort of trying to figure out or talk about what happened to Will and and asking Hannibal himself about this when he knows what he did and is still trying to play it as if like, well, I don't know, maybe people just go mad and it's my fault too. And it's a very interesting sort of uh, dynamic between the two of them.
4: But we do have a little payoff that we didn't have last season because now Will knows. He doesn't know how he knows, but he knows. Right. So that's the new the new thing for me that's drawing me in is that like I want him to uncover it.
2: Right. Well, that this gonna well, maybe what the season will be about. Yeah. Because of we we talked about so and then we see Will in his in his world, which is in the cell, which is you know back to that sort of Thomas Harris. Uh, Jonathan Demi, you no know, iconic thing they've cre- created with the, uh, you know, Hannibal in the cell and Clarice or mm-hmm. Hannibal in the cell and right. Will Graham and now it's sort of Will Graham in the cell and Hannibal and it's, it's such a very, it's just again so cool to see that sort of, uh, you know, something that's been used, actually in, in copied a thousand times in a, in a thousand other movies and TVs and books to see it used so effectively here yeah. from the people that originated it. So for Brian to bring that back, this whole dynamic mm-hmm. of Will in the cell, you know, trying to solve crimes and figure things out from the cell, whereas where Hannibal and other folks come to him for for their help. But as you mentioned, what's cool about this is, so Will, the, the encephalitis is, is gone, right? So he is now... Uh, he's clear-headed, but he has no memory. But you're dealing with one of the most brilliant minds around. So he has complete faith in himself that he'll be able to access whatever the F happened to him. He
4: has nothing but time.
2: And he's nothing but time. And he's, and he's and going to get to the bottom of it. And, and he started doing that already, Joe. Yeah,
3: I'll find that in my head. I'll, I'll, he'll, he says, you'll get there. I'll find it. And, um, and there, and I think that's, that there's the imagery of the river, and he's fishing in the river, and he's fishing in the river.
2: So is that, is that for you what that means? Is that I, I think looking so, yeah. for stuff, or is it he's just trying to find a calm place to go?
3: No, I think he's, I, well, I think you can select any number of, like, if you're, as a filmmaker, right, like, okay, well, let's select a, a place that Will goes. Where does Will go? Does he go to the beach? Does he go to an island? Does he go right. to a mountain? No, Will's fly fishing in the river. He's very specifically looking for something in a river.
4: But he is a fisherman. That's what he did in his real life. That's how they ultimately caught him, was the hair uh, that that he wrapped around in his lure. And we know in the future he goes off and, and has a fishing boat.
3: We do. He, I think he's
2: fishing. He's fishing in his brain for perhaps the it has. It yes. serves
4: dual purpose. Yeah, dual well, purpose. maybe, maybe. But I think it's a happy place.
2: Or or or, or triple purpose. I, triple I, I, purpose. I believe, I believe that too because I believe that he's like this is the place where he is to be able to get to a place where he's accessing these memories. He imagines himself in a serene place, a place where he can relax and, and think. That's
4: where he calms his thoughts. Exactly. calms his crazy brain on fire.
2: Exactly. But I also believe, Joe, that this is also the same place. It's, it's metaphorically he's actually fishing for the truth, so.
4: And it's interesting that the stag is infiltrating his happy place sure. and coming in,
2: so. Sure. Now, he did have, I mean, I'm jumping ahead a little bit, but he did have a moment where he was able to access something. And what we did see in this episode is we actually got to finally see how Hannibal did it. How you got that ear to not be chewed oh up. Oh, my God. So unpleasant. Because
3: I was like, how did you get I'm like, is he intubating it, Will? It's... Ear? Nope, that's going into his gut.
2: That yeah. is oh, horrible. Yes. I was
4: so upsetting. <laughs> oh, well, it,
2: we, but we had to see it, right?
4: and I loved it. I loved every second of yeah, it. we oh. had to
2: see it because it's, otherwise, it's like, well, you know, how, do you, how is Hannibal going to get that ear down there? But he—that's how. This is how. He there did. it is. So he did, did a very good job of it. So, so that happens. So we, we see that, but we see that's oh. uh, this is just Will, sort of like you know, almost like he's not quite lucid. He was not lucid at all when that's happening. But I think that he's starting to remember. Um, what, I'm, what I'm really interested to wonder is if Will, in fact, does remember and really is remembers sort of like, this is what happened to me, and, he, and he's able to articulate that to to everyone, to um, Alana. Jack. Alana, Alana, Jack, and Grace, my girl. What's the, um, oh my God, the Asian, uh, his, his colleague, Grace's her real name. I'm sorry. Ah! I don't know. I'm sorry, world. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. either. I can't believe it. Yeah, move him. on. We know who we're yeah, talking. Yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, so yeah. If um, oh Beverly Katz. Beverly. There she, it yeah, is. Doctor Hedin Park. Ooh. Yes. Uh, if we're um, if he's able to articulate this to them, will they will they believe him? I mean, a lot already believes him. But will they believe him? Is it, will this be enough to spring him? A
4: doesn't believe yeah, him. I think a lot of just yeah. thinks that he he's really messed up. That his That he didn't—that he truly doesn't remember committing these atrocities, but she believes that he committed these atrocities. So she
2: believes that the the goodwill is back, but she doesn't think it was
4: his fault. She believes Jack's fault.
2: The crazy will—it's Jack's fault because Jack made the crazy will come out because Jack pushed him so hard. Right, and he snapped and did all these horrible atrocities, and now the goodwill's back. That—that—that's Alana's theory.
3: I, 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 well, yeah, and 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 you know, we, we got to go out of our way to prove to make sure to take care of him sure. to, to to prove that he has, he's not responsible for this she stuff. He has
4: a whole defense planned out. O- automatism. Yeah, is that what, is that what it was? I automatism. So. The, the defense that he can't be held criminally liable due to their lack of consciousness because his mind was. That on sounds fire. so made up. It might be. <laughs>
2: all, I'm gonna give him some automatism. <laughs> It's the automatism defense, but
4: will it hold up in court?
2: <laughs> Not with that diction. <laughs> I, I anyway, Joe. No, don't no. What are you looking at me for you. are Going to step no. into automatism, then throw it to me, huh? <laughs> Sorry,
4: my mind was on fire.
2: <laughs> so yeah, so there's that. Um, but we do, but we do see that will. You know, people uh, do trust in will. Well, let me talk about Jack first. So Jack. Is is really 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 conflicted here because he really really trusted Will. He does have the sort of guilt. Did he push him there? What did we do, Doctor Lecter? Um, is Will? I want to believe Will, but every st- stitch of evidence has come back like like exactly how it's supposed to be to make Will guilty. And uh, then they have that wonderful exchange with Will. And, uh, and, and Jack. And by the way, if we had the entire season with this Will in the cell and everyone's coming and having monologues with Will back and forth, two handers with Will and people in the cell, I'd be okay with that. You still watch. I, I love it. Compelling. Are you
4: kidding me? I'd be all over it. I
2: love it. If the whole show <laughs> was just Will in the cell and people eat every every like every five minutes someone comes and talks and they talk for ten, I love it. If that makes sense. But yeah. Uh, so so that great scene between Jack and Will, um, where he just Jack's like, I just want to make sure I want to know if there you know, if the Will I knew was back there. I just wanna remind myself of who who you are. And I mean, I don't know, do you think that he where do you think Jack is on this? I mean
4: I think it's reminiscent of uh, Jack and um, oh god the the little cadet he had last season and mm-hmm. the yeah. flashback uh, and Anna, Anna Chomsky Chomsky yes. I don't Remember know how to say the her names. name. yes um, yeah it's been it's been it's been a season um, so I think he always has that in the back of his mind that he's fearful of, of losing another sure. he said his bloodhound went bad you know he's he seems heartbroken over this they yeah. all seem heartbroken over this oh. poor Will
2: yeah well, this is two this is well this is two for Jack right I mean this poor is two Will. of his his bloodhound slash Protege is mm-hmm. going, going bad. Um, I mean, Joe, what do you think that Jack, how do you feel, do you feel about the Jack? Williams? Well, you know, he
3: goes by the house, you know, and, and uh, obviously I'm assuming at that point that they've gone through the house up one side and down the other. So he's right. not there looking for evidence. He's just there. I, I, I get the, the vibe. He's just trying to kind of get his head to settle. Right. When Alana comes in, Alana's been taking the dogs, and, and that one dog keeps coming back Winston. to the house. Winston. Winston. Yeah. So, you know, I, I think Jack's guilt, uh, you know, and I think you're right. His bloodhound went bad, and I, you know, so as a character, it looks to me like Jack's the kind of guy who's got okay. Well, I I will push these guys as hard as I can, because the end justifies the means. At the end of the day, I need to push this guy. I need to push whomever it is that I'm working with, because I'll push myself this hard. But it, you know, it, if he runs over them and he breaks them, mm-hmm. then then he's got to deal with that, and that's that's what he's doing this whole episode. it Looks like sure. And um, and I don't I don't think I've I don't think he's gotten any doubt yet. Hmm. I don't think there's any doubt yet that, that Will did this. You know, I mean, I think he's looking no. for... I think he says, give me a reason to, to that you're not responsible. That, but, that's
2: doubt to me. Like, when But it,
3: that, well, I don't, is that doubt or is that give me a reason you're not responsible? That's right. like, give me a
2: reason you're not at fault, but you did it. Well, Jack's a guy who clearly thinks with his head... But there's whatever little speck is happening in that little like black heart, no pun intended, Jacks that like he sorry, he, he really wants to believe Will. Like he's like wants to believe. Like give me a reason. Like my brain is saying that you were wrong, but I really like you and want this to be right. Give does me he reason want to that
4: for, for Will or does he want that for himself? Both.
2: Both. I, mean, I think yeah, I think you're right. I mean, you know, I mean that he 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 wants it for both. Uh so two more things, you know, before we jump before we grab Martha, I do wanna um at, talk about the the, the killer of the season. Now, one thing that Brian also, Brian Fleur also said is that they really kind of wanted to go away from the killer of the week. They didn't want to go. They, you know, we had last, last year we had the sort of killer of the week procedural kind of style, which was, you know, we had all of our all of our favorites, you know, Mushroom Guy, Challenged Guy, you know, all the rest. This season, he kind of like wants Total to go, Pole Guy. Total Pole Guy. We, this season he kind of wants to get into the big The idea of the big bad You know as they say and as, as they say on TV Meaning like they'll probably have They're going to have one big sort of like Adversary that they'll be like dealing with Most of the season And we know that guy is your boyfriend Michael Pitt
4: Oh I love Michael Pitt yes. I cannot wait I will be watching every single minute of this show Waiting for him to come on screen Well
3: he didn't come on yet Not yet He didn't come on yet Not
4: yet I'm just saying The anticipation is killing me Oh
3: no <laughs> So yeah
2: it'll be it'll It was be, infectious You
1: just infected me with Michael pitt I just
2: Okay. Nuts. So that will be yeah, that's that that's really that's really sort of a cool thing to know that we have that and then how they'll deal with this entire like, you know, getting, getting this guy we know him as uh as as the from Hannibal we know him as the you know, he's got the pig, you know, Gary Oldman played the played the same character, uh, who was well, I mean do you you're familiar with the Hannibal canon. I think he's... Yes. There's a pig incident. Yes. That, you know, we're we not spoil, but... Yes. I <laughs> big one if you listen to this podcast, you know. So, but that'll be interesting to see his origins and, and, and all those great things we talked about. So, uh, last thing I want to touch on is um, Hannibal... And you know, and his wonderful relationship with his psychiatrist, Doctor Morier. Doctor Maurye. God,
4: could she be more perfect looking? Is oh, yeah. she?
3: Is she Jeez, getting more beautiful every year? She really years? is. Yeah, I was like,
2: I don't remember feeling this way about John Anderson, but apparently I do. Right. So, uh, Marissa, you can, you can, you, it's, 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 we can do this. Um, and yeah, so what, what about that dynamic? Because it feels like I'm so confused as to what, how much she knows and how much she doesn't let, let know. Let me,
3: let me ask you guys a question. Or maybe make a comment. Yeah. I, I think it adds so much to the show that Hannibal does seem to really care about Will's yes. well-being. It yes. is such a bizarre thing when he's in those meetings with her, when he clearly... He, whatever the deal is, I don't think we ever got to the bottom of it last season. Did we no. did we ever find out what the deal was with those two? I don't... Not, no. That, not specifically. No. I just... I, I love that we know that there's something there. What? We know that there's something that's between you, them that they can't talk about. You know who might know? Martha De Laurentis.
2: Super oh. producer Martha De Laurentiis. Martha De Laurentis. Martha!
1: <laughs> Pronto! <laughs> Pronto!
2: <laughs> Avante! Hello, uh, you, you're, you're here. Hello,
1: with, you guys. You, Hi.
2: It's just us again. It's just Joe, jo and Julia. Nando cannot make it again, but we're glad that you're here in in in, in instead. <laughs> Not instead. Well, but, you know, you,
1: we, you are the troop here. Here we go. <laughs> we are.
2: Thank you for joining us, and just you know, congratulations on a first of all, congratulations you know on a wonderful thirteen hour devour that, that oh we. Oh my all gosh, just, that like, was so parted. much fun.
1: That was we a and thank you guys for participating. Of in our yeah, course, yeah. that, that was fun. That was it, a the, big. The day went fast. It did.
2: It, did. it, it did.
1: trended on Twitter forever. It was yeah.
2: great. <laughs> it, it was it trended on Twitter for 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 a while and it was great. And uh, the day did go fast, and we you know and, and alcohol that day go a little <laughs> faster <laughs> <laughs> for some of us julia <laughs>
4: just give me my gummy bears
2: and i'm good no but no it's fantastic it was a lot of fun and um it was, it was re- great to catch up on the season and bring us up to season the premiere of season two which and congratulations on a fantastic season opener oh my goodness you know we've been we've been talking Shocking, about huh? it Shocking. well geez you know we, we've been ranting about it here for the last 25 minutes but um i mean you know uh, first of all, what's been the reaction? I mean, you, you know, you you on your, on your end. I mean, how what what have you been hearing from the Fannibles?
1: Just, I mean, the uh, talk about how the, the Twitter has just gone gone rabid. Friday, it uh, it continued to trend from the East Coast all the way through to when it fed in the West Coast, and then continuing after. So, and then, even into the next day, when people started to tweet about it again, because six o'clock in the morning people were watching it again, yes. or you know waking up having it on their on your mind, and don't you all find that you're 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 so involved and you're doing the tweeting, your mind doesn't shut off, so in your dreams you're still these all these story points are kind of haunting your brain sure. or or there's, there's there's phrases that come up that that then take on its own life last night, I had in my my mind a leg. And it's it's a body part. <laughs> it's an unfortunate body part that takes uh, that takes place in in uh, you know episode two. Oh so, no! Oh. oh, look at
0: that little
1: I know something that looks far too. But yes. I don't know why that's stuck. I must actually. I've been looking at some at the final final cuts. You know, signing off on it. So uh, yeah, it's 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 weird.
2: It's weird. Well, the imagery does stay with you for sure for sure the image stays with you um, so we you know look, uh, what, what did you think about when, when when you found out that Ryan was going to do this thing where he was going to open open season two with what, what seems like the cliffhanger to, see, to the, the thing yes can you hear us
1: yeah your voice just kind of like took off are
2: you, are, you, are you by any chance by that
3: computer again
1: <laughs> dang I'm in my office and of course I have computers okay <laughs> I'll go to oh, hold on a second is, okay. that, is that so true oh. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, keep going No, it's okay No, we're, if, if you can hear it, it's okay I was wondering if, if you When you got wind of the Of, of the brand's plan to sort of add uh, The the cliffhanger of, of, of season two Open the season with that Like, you know, that was a, such a great, cool idea I mean, did, was that something that was always decided Or something that he threw in? Like, how did that come about, you know?
1: It's something that was very definite in his mind While we were finishing up season one Okay Just how, when I ask him about season three, he's got something very definite in his mind, which is great because obviously you want to build story points to that. Right. And and that would be. Yes.
2: And, that, and that's, and that's a huge, well, yeah, ask, <laughs> and what is, what is, for, what, three, what is that clip you know? No, well, you know, obviously we, we, we talked to Brian and we, we, we talked about how season four is Red Dragon, you know, if, we, if we're fortunate mm-hmm. enough to get season four, which I don't know why we would not be, uh, and then, you know, we're hopefully going to do, be able to do like a seven season of Beyond Arc So it's really, it was at the time, it seemed sort of ambitious. Like, as, as I told him to say, like, you know, yeah, we're going to do seven seasons, and uh, season four is going to be Red Dragon, and we're going to do this, that, and the other. And now it's like, I don't know. I mean, can we do more? I mean, I want to like, – I never
1: want it to end. I never want it to end. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I think we can go on and kind of interpret, you know, and, and there's time spaces in between the books, and even though with Sounds for the Lambs we won't be touching it, we could do our own type of version of, of, of incarceration.
2: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know, have,
1: have, have him have, you know, maybe Miriam last comes back or, or someone, you know, like that, who is, who is the young plebe that he's going to toy with.
2: Absolutely. That's that, that this is, that's kind of what I was wondering. Cause... I turned
1: off my computers.
2: No, good. Okay. <laughs> well, what I was wondering is, you know, like that's, that's a good question. We are sort of getting way ahead here, but we know that we won't get, be getting into silence of the lambs, but you know, uh, for our purposes, you know, Will's story ends, you know, at, at uh, red dragon, but the end of Red Dragon, so. I don't know. I mean, you know, but we, you know, it doesn't mean that we should. It's
4: called Hannibal. It's yeah. not called Poor Will. Exactly. That's right. <laughs> Although
2: if yeah.
3: you do keep track of the number of times we say Poor Will, you would, you would easily become confused. <laughs> we, we say Poor Will a lot.
1: Poor Will. Yeah. And then right now where we are in storytelling wise in a writer's room and scripts being written is that last episode and oh. how we're going to end it to project into, you know, the next season. And, and we're staying true to, to the books. you sure. know, So there are references. So if you were to comb it tonight and go home and and, and read into what could possibly be, you will see what we're going to do. Oh, mm-hmm. good.
2: Well, that, that's Maybe I'll good pull
1: those back off my shelf. Well, that's good. Well, that's- and, and, that, and that gives some comfort, I think, to, to an audience, um, you know, knowing that we're going, we're not going very far left of field, that, right. you know, we're staying true to to what everybody loves and, and what we find the best of in in Thomas Harris's writing, sure. Uh, and you know, obviously, knowing that eventually he will be incarcerated, so mm-hmm. it's you know. But how far can he can he be doing this in the open, which is so so much fun to watch and, and to write.
2: Absolutely, and you know, again, we, we talked we touched on this last season with you, but it's like you know, it's such a great cool thing that you, how you get to be able to have. You know the the Thomas Harris novels, and then some of the stuff that you guys did. You know with the films, and and to be able to have all that, and us to all know all of that very well, but yet still have Brian do such a great, and the team do such a great job with the storytelling that we kind of know how the thing is going to end, right? So, but in the meantime, you know to to figure out the journey, the journey itself. I mean, people talk about like it's not about the you know the ending, it's about the journey. The journey is the most fascinating thing I've ever have ever seen on, on TV in a long time, and for something that I already know you know uh the exact like from the books and from the, from the movies i know how this thing is going to end so that, that's just a really cool neat thing to play with
1: absolutely and and you know as i said i think that's what what uh, is the real joy in discovering the, the in-betweens and the interpretation, and Brian putting really turning everything on its head,
0: sure.
1: or interpreting a story of what could have led up to how it was introduced in, in one of Thomas Harris's books. Mm. So taking great license, but kind of staying to you know, staying to something solid and and uh, and coolness that it gets paid off later on.
3: Oh, it's terrific. You guys have the place you have to get to, but how you get there is so cool. Like, there. we all know where you're going to land, but, oh, the skip and the jump are awesome.
4: You're doing it in mm-hmm. such unimaginable
1: ways. <laughs> yes. well, the, 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 <laughs>
2: The very last thing, the last thing I have for you, and we'll, we'll, we'll let you go. And thank you for thank you for coming on with us, of course. I've got
1: plenty of time because I'm actually going to teach a class on, on TV at 845 down at USC. So I'm still oh. time here oh, in my great. office. Oh, great.
2: We have plenty of time. Well, good. Well, well, I'm curious just about sort of the the business side of this because, you know, last season we, we knew that, you know, at one point Hannibal was sort of in the bubble and people were kind of not, where there. you know, would the show return or, could we, could we you know, would have you picked up and there's all these different things. And there was a sense, you know, pretty early on that, that, you know the show was uh you know had such had such legs internationally and there were some other ways that even if God forbid NBC did not pick it up the show probably would have continued on in some way shape or form so now that you know NBC has come to their senses and is fully you know with the show and, and behind the show I'm just curious as to like where where I mean I know that we're into the full 13 but i mean have you guys been officially picked up for the full 13 and 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 is this a situation where um the fanables need to really i mean i know the numbers are decent but the fanables really need to sort of you know unite unite and and, and be vocal
1: as they do those (laughs) fanables they do unite they do. I know they're ready. Um, no, we, we do have a thirteen episode order. We we got that clearly uh, the end of last May, early June. Great. And uh, so you know that truly is in the works, and NBC is behind us. And Friday night is an excellent night for this genre. Yeah. And uh, so what we really need to do is you know build an audience. Um, we've got a terrific. Uh, fandom from you know the social social media and indeed um our audience exists in that space and it spreads and it spreads and it spreads what we need to do is unlock how do we get middle america how do we get the all-american to to watch the show what attracts them to hannibal instead of potentially scaring them away and and that's NBC's. Basis audience. You know, that's what networks are. It's, yeah. it's all America. So the challenge really is to get converts. Converts that watch NBC. Uh, converts from cable that will watch NBC at 10 o'clock at night. So, yeah. so that's the space that, that, that we're, you know, hopefully looking in, targeting, and, and conquering. Uh, as well as well as you know the the um, i, I don 't know who wrote about um, Friday night. we were number one in the twitter um, category in the twitterness of of any show on sure. air sure. so you know that 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 's terrific, and I think our d v r one plus three numbers will be coming out soon and and those will you know change what the Friday Nielsens are so you always have the debate, which isn 't really my field of. The Nielsens. How are they relevant today? Do they really you know, reflect? And I know there's a lot of, of talk of, of, of what to do, but what, what I'd love to see is that the um, social media teaches Nielsen a bit about what is relevant.
0: Right. As,
1: you know, as complimenting to the Nielsens of what is relevant. Not taking it over, but it's got to be a compliment because, indeed, it's viewership.
2: Absolutely, and 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 this is in the and the conversation is 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 very very passionate on online. I think you know there's been a debate here, especially in the last three years, about the sort of the the, the antiquated you know the Nielsen's and sort of them being sort of behind the curve in in terms of you know DVRs and, and 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 online and. Um, you know, there's so many other, so many other metrics to be able to gather things from, but, you know, are you, but we, we are, I think they are trying to make some moves, but you, are you, you are seeing, you do have this of the, the, the DVR plus, plus threes and the plus fives and the plus sevens. I mean, those things have to help, right? Mm
1: Oh, they do, because the the eyeballs are still seeing the advertising.
2: And
1: and I think, again, and I'm speaking probably out of my school, but it all comes down to ad dollars and what the advertisers are comfortable in, where they place their ads, and how much they're willing to pay for those ads based on the type of shows that they're putting their ads in and the viewership of those shows and how they interpret what is the viewership of that show. Right. So if they weren't used to, um, you know, DVR plus one, plus three, plus five a couple of years ago, of course they weren't. They're getting used to it, I'm sure, because it, it's still those adverti- They're You know, you, sometimes they're, they're locked now. You can't skip through a commercial.
2: No. No, you
1: can't. So, and so they're assured that you know they are, you know, eyeballs are seeing their ads, and that's what they're concerned with. And and you know, they're right. I mean, they're they're sponsors, and they're paying good money to be, you know, have their have their ads produced, number one, and put up, which you know costs money, and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So it kind of all has to um, uh, be in a comfortable space where um, it, it, you know. Uh, this matrix of, of how it can configure, but at least, you know, a network then being comfortable in the material that they have and the ad dollars they're getting back always makes sense of whether they're going to renew.
3: And I think I think it's interesting to me, uh, you know, th- to see the next few years uh, as the tr- this transition continues to see, I-, I would be interested to see what uh, what advertisers, va- if they value shows more like Hannibal where you have such a rabid fan base that do get on Twitter, that do support the show. They're not casual viewers. They are They're in it so i would imagine that eventually you'll start to take that as a as a metric all its own
1: absolutely and if there's any way that we can kind of tie the sponsors in not wanting something for them from them but what can we give to our sponsors to show them the you know the attentiveness of of our audience and 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 what we're doing you know, it's not. Oftentimes, you'll have a show, and I don't want to downgrade any show, but it'll be in the background. You can drop in on it and drop out of it. Right. You know, yeah. you know, and that's that's an easy way of viewing. You know, a lot of shows. Sure. So if they drop in, you know, maybe an actor's doing something, they'll drop out when an ad's on, so they'll right. go get something else, or you know, you never know. So it's just like if it's if it's serious material, and it's just like on, and their eyes are glued, and they're staying close to the TV for it to come back on. They're
2: gonna watch the ad. Doesn't yeah. that make sense? Yeah, it does. <laughs> I gotta ask you. I mean, so, so as you know, as executive producer of this show, and, and you know, um, you've done movies and television. But when you see, I mean, it's you know, the business side of this is so tricky because you guys are on NBC. You are are on a network and you know, on a broadcast network, if you will. And and the standards are just a little, you know, they're, they're a little more higher. I mean, like for instance, you know, Mad Men, the show like Mad Men, which is a which is a advertisers love the show, and it's, a, and it's a it's a very critics love the show, and and it's 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 a great social media show to. Degree, but the ratings. I mean, if I don't know, I feel like if, if you guys woke up with Mad Men's ratings, you guys would jump out of the window. So it's <laughs> like you know, so the ratings of Mad Men aren't that good, you know, comparatively. So, uh, and then also on the flip side of that, you have HBO where you know they don't, they don't, they're not beholden to advertisers, they can do whatever they want. I mean, yeah. it's 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 frustrating from, from you know, for even for the viewer, someone who keeps track of these things, that you have a beautiful. Top top notch story being told here with Hannibal and top 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 notch, you know, directing and, and acting and and in writing with Brian and the gang and you know, we just want to be able to tell the story and watch the story, but then there's all this other stuff, you know. I mm-hmm. mean does it, mm-hmm. it does it does it make I mean how I guess I said, do you get when you see shows like Mad Men and all other shows just having to not do what you guys do, you know, like does that does that, does that make does that sort of make you jealous in any way, or you sort of just you know, you happy to be where you're at on NBC have with the eyeballs?
1: Oh, well, I, I love being on NBC and that they are willing to, to start to, to make change, and, and we're, it's going to take some time to educate the advertisers and, and the matrix of Nielsen's, and again, as we mentioned, the Nielsen's are, what, 25,000 families representing all America. Right. So is, is, is a family representing all America going to tune in to a heavy genre night, you know, for mature audiences? Um, You know, and, and, and they're the ones that have to have the TV on. Yeah. So let's let's do a let's do some kind of a campaign on on Twitterdom to just everybody light up your TVs on Friday night. Let's see what happens. <laughs> let's, let's see what happens. And
2: look, and in, in, in this this is easy. All of our fanables who are listening and out there would please do that because like, like the show has tremendous momentum. Uh, critics love this show. Critic, you know, the uh, the social media loves this show. The fanables are loyal, so I don't see why this show couldn't break through that Middle America and break through some of those other places that NBC is concerned about. So I have high hopes that this will will, will be just fine. I say we, meaning you know. Well, yeah, we will be we're just all fine. part of this,
1: and, and, and thank you for that. Let's, it's a challenge, isn't
2: it? It is. It is a challenge, but
1: we love tasks and yes, challenges. Yes,
2: yes, yes. So, um, be, be, one last thing: could you anything you can tell us about episode two, the aside episode from the leg? Two. Aside from the leg, or explain episode the
1: leg? Two. It's called Sakizuke. Oh, oh.
2: Sakizuke. I got to write that down. Another
1: course, <laughs> another Japanese course.
2: Yes. Uh, how do you pronounce? How do you pronounce this one? Kiseki.
1: Uh, no, this one. Uh, oh, K- uh, K- K- uh, Kaiseki Ka- was the first one. Kaiseki.
2: I was almost and close Faki to it. Zuke. Is, is
1: it's, Sakizuke. It's Sakizuke. I may be having a little bit of an Italian accent in a zuke. Zuke, <laughs> <laughs> okay.
2: but you know it, it, it's a hundred times better than anything I would try to do in pronouncing it. So I'm going <laughs> to work on that. But,
1: but as you saw in the very last moments of the the first episode, the premiere episode of season two. There was a victim that was breaking away from something. Mm. Mm. And that is such an amazing, um, uh, tableau. So, of course, we, we, um, you know, you have the bodies that were discovered in the kind of, uh, dammed up, uh, river. Yes. Um, and, and so more of that is, is coming to the forefront. And, and palette, uh, the, the palette, the circular palette of bodies. The killer and the solving of the killer. And as you saw, um, Hannibal Lecter having his session with his Bedelia du Mollier played mm-hmm. by Gillian Anderson
0: mm-hmm. that
1: uh, he said I got to play Will Graham today and I loved his voice when he said that. It was like a little boy. Was I got to see Will Graham today. Yes. Well, he's our new Will Graham and so he's he's now in on solving murders and cases. Right. So it, uh, you know, it plays with more sessions with Between Hannibal and uh, Dr. Bedelia DuMoyer yeah. which are always very uh, double entendres. I mean, mm-hmm.
2: It's like a, yeah. Loaded, man. It's, it's loaded it's in every way, shape and much form. So. Very I no, much I have so. no idea. We're just talking about, no, I mean, there, there's, there's some sexual tension, there's some, like back and forth mm. there's some there's so much happening in the sessions so much
1: history that we don't know yet yes mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. so uh there, there's quite a lot between um you know going back to to seek advice you know putting will graham again in a space where he's going to be asked to advise on this latest killing so you know what does that do to his mind and how is, is will graham now going to Toy with Hannibal Lecter now that Hannibal Lecter thinks that he's doing good out in the open, and he's got Will safely behind bars, but but wants to help Will. Hmm. So. <laughs> well, I
2: think that Will will have something in store for Hannibal. We'll get to that with predictions. Well, Martha, thank you so much for joining us. We totally, we really appreciate you coming on and uh, and speaking to us every week, and we will certainly have you on and in studio very, very soon in the coming weeks. You
1: guys are the Triple J's, Joe, jo, and Julia. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> that's, <us. laughs>
2: that's right. Jojo Julia, the Triple, Triple J Ranch out here. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you, you know, um, and, and and enjoy, and hopefully your your students will be uh, very very attentive, despite
3: and the tonight. fact that they're over at USC and not UCLA, which right. you know whatever.
1: Take it easy, oh! take it easy, Bruin. Just saying, <laughs> just
2: saying. <laughs> yeah.
1: This town is so, so, so bifurcated. It is <laughs>
2: Oh, very much so. Either one side or the other.
3: <laughs> well well, good luck over there. I I hope that they're able to understand okay, what thanks. you're saying. Talk slowly. All it's right. USC. And,
1: enjoy the show the show Friday. Right. We'll be up live tweeting again, so if you want to call us after eleven o'clock Friday night, oh you won't. You'll be asleep. No, we won't oh. be having Hannibal Dreams.
0: No. <laughs> oh God, I hope oh, not.
2: Probably. <laughs> Thank you so much, Martha.
1: All right. All right bye guys. Bye bye. bye.
2: That was the lovely Martha De Laurentiis. Executive producer Executive of, of the Magnificent Hannibal. Hannibal. So, uh, let's, let's, uh, let's get out of ourselves. Let's jump into prediction. We did, we didn't, well, right.
3: We didn't cover this show enough, but now, we got to talk to Martha, so right. that's worth it. Buzz TV.
2: We didn't really touch on the, the palette, the palette of the killers it, and that whole thing. Like, can we, I mean. Yeah,
3: I, to me, the, it, it looked like an eyeball when when they got up high enough. Ah. It looked like darker in the middle, lighter on the outside. Yeah. It looked like he was creating eyes. I don't know. I don't know. know. It looked like sort of, you know, I don't know what it, it looked like. A, I don't know. It's like when you know. do your makeup. It's, you know, you got to. Yeah, like I do, yeah, when I do like my makeup. You do your makeup. Yeah, that's oh. exactly what it is. Absolutely.
2: Uh, can I get a prediction out of you, smart ass?
3: <laughs> I predict that you're going to be hostile toward me because I said you wear makeup. Sure. Um, I, 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 I There's so much, man. I think that. Uh, all right, here's, here's my predictions. I think that Alana is going to get in trouble. I think that Alana's going to get in trouble because she's going to get, uh, I think maybe two or three episodes from now, she's going to get kind of another, another little bit of whiff of Hannibal. I think she had suspicions last year. I think that she's going to have those suspicions come to fruition with Will. I think he's going to try and protect her, but he's not going to be able to. And I think that's going to be, that's going to lead to, uh, I think it's going to be Alana's being in trouble that's going to lead to, uh, Jack figuring out, uh, who, uh, who's really behind all this stuff.
2: All right. Julia.
4: Um, I think my poor Will will slowly but surely start to clear the clouds away from whatever is, uh, you know, holding him back from, from remembering what Lecter did to him. And I think that the person who, who so wholeheartedly believes that he did it, Beverly, will be the one, the first one to believe him and will maybe be like his connection to the outside world Mm. to help him prove it. And, uh, I do also think that Hannibal might get a little, Little sloppy in his gleefulness of being the new Will Graham hmm. that could oh, possibly good. lead to his undoing, right,
2: my prediction is very similar to that. I think that like will will take advantage of like Martha touched on it. um, it's something that I think she touched on her like last time she was here, but I believe that will you know will not only. You know, get get know what's going on, but once he figures out what's going on, which I think will happen pretty early, he's then going to figure out ways to manipulate Hannibal from jail to trip him up, mm-hmm. because Hannibal is so fascinated with Will Graham, and so, his of, friend, yeah. So, so he's mm-hmm. we'll see. I think Will's going to be able to manipulate Hannibal from the cell, which will help spring him. Joe Flippo, where can we find you?
3: Uh, you can find me on the twitters at Joe Flippo, J O E F L I P O, and uh, my website is josephsanflippo That's right. Julia
2: uh on
4: twitter and on instagram my name julia Carly j u l i a c e a r l e y and then here with these guys for yes. a bevy of other shows
2: that's right and i'm joe braswell. you can find me on twitter and instagram at joe k braswell and it is wonderful to be back vanables and we will see you next week woohoo